37th parallel on America's haunted highway, it's Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange. What's up, everybody, and welcome back again to another episode of Pixelated Paranormal. This one is number 59. Damn. Yeah, I know. And you're probably thinking to yourself, wait, it says episode 58. What the hell happened to 58? Well, the answer is... Cue the X-Files music. (laughs) Serendipitously related to our time travel theme we've had of late... Um, you're getting episode 59 instead of 58, and then next episode will be 58 instead of 59. Because we had talked about doing a wrap-up of Chuck Zakowski and the 37th Parallel, and we did an episode about Chuck Zakowski only to find out that the things that he actually investigated are more interesting than him, but only because there is such a plethora of stories and blogs and articles and updates and video blogs you can watch on his website ufonut.com us sitting here and rambling on about chuck himself is just not as interesting and does not do the man justice so um if you want to get a better idea of who he is um, i may leave a little bit in there about him but we're doing him a disservice if we try to sit here and chat about him, you know, over the course of an hour. It's just not the same effect. So check out his website, ufonutnut.com, and you've just got an archive of everything the guy has been investigating, he and his team, and, you know, updates on stories and everything else. So uh, check that out. You'd have a much better time than us blabbing about him. So, And I can also post that link to the Mysterious Universe article about old Chuck from... Uh whatever that author was. Yeah, because that would make sense to jock off some other podcast hard work, Preston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, so there you go. Bob's your uncle. Episode 58 is actually 59. So, But that's not to say we're not going to deliver an extra shitty episode for you because we have another themed episode. Ooh. And that theme is... Pee pee and primarily poo poo. So there you go. Piss and shit. <laughs> Piss and shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, recently, I watched a documentary style show by the Sklar Brothers called Poop Talk. And I, I think we may have talked about it before on the show, but if not, definitely give that a shot, guys. It is worth watching at least once um, by yourself or maybe in a group of people because it can spawn some really great conversation between friends. And basically, the uh, Sklar brothers, right? I'm pronouncing that right? The two twins, they're famous actors. I have no idea. It's like I look them up. Cause Pretty. Yeah, look them up. How do you look spell up, it? Intern. I think it's S-K-L-A-S-K-L. I just made a letter up. S-K-L-A-R. When you see them, you'll recognize them. They're actors. They're producers. Oh, you mean like actors and stuff that they talk, comics talk about it? Yeah, but what are the guys' names? Oh, I don't know. It just says uh, Kamel. Okay, yeah. J- okay, it's, I found it. It's Jason and Randy Sklar. S-K-L-A-R. They're kind of like the two driving forces behind this documentary. And what they've done is compiled a ton of like actors and comedians and well-known individuals 
celebrities and they sit there and talk about shit like their most embarrassing or funniest or strangest poop stories. Sounds amazing. It's so fun because like I fully believe personally that like you should probably piss and shit in the privacy of your own pisser and shitter. And I don't really like talking about it much. Like if I go to somebody's house and I'm like, oh, God, I got to take a crap. I, I hate crapping in somebody nope. else's house. Nope. Everybody everybody does it. Nope. Not you, nope. huh? Uh, dude, every every – it don't matter where I'm at, dude. Like I, I, I if I got to go, I'm going to go. I've heard yeah, too many, too many horror stories, man. You're like, that's very true. He shit in my house, guys. I tell you, he did it. He did it. Uh, <laughs> no, like, dude, like, I mean, I do have one weird little thing. Like, when I go on road trips, I've, mm-hmm. I've been to thirty, I think, thirty six states. I've shit in every state. I make it, I make it a point. Well, that's neat. Kind of weird, I know. But, <laughs> but some people collect Pokemon, <laughs> and you, pr- you collect like bowel that, movements. Uh, that one guy off of uh, Saving Private Ryan that collected a tin of dirt from every country he visited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yep, I'm shitting Arkansas, yep. Mississippi, Louisiana. I've got them all, boys. Yeah, no shit. Stephen just shits in tins in every. Yeah. You know who's, <laughs> every you know who's really Steve. hating this show right now? After he just gave us who's props, that? Rob. No, uh, not not blatant, not blatant shit and piss, <laughs> but. The, the, this documentary is great because it's it's for people like me who don't talk about it openly, and then you realize like taking a dump is like the only thing we all have in common. And there's it, and it's so weird that like you hear poop or you talk about poop and you're kind of like uneasy about it. Me like I'm so I'm so um, what do you what's that word? Open, uh, open. Not open. Like I with what I do for my job. Like I work with people that. Desensitized. Yeah, desensitized. I work with people who can't shower, bathe themselves, or clean themselves. Some of them. Yeah. So like, it's just another day for me. Like, I, it doesn't bother right. me. You know, like, but most people are like, ooh, ooh like that, or you know. I mean, sixty yep. percent of the time when you guys are talking over the group text message, I'm taking a shit. That's the check this phone. <laughs> right. That's it. Yeah. I can see Preston sitting like, down, like put, getting all comfortable, and he's like, "Well, let's see what's on the old paper today." <laughs> no shit. <laughs> That's why Preston never texts back, if, but for like every five to six hours. Yeah. 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 I check my phone. There's like 20 messages. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good shit. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. You're, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. A, like, you're such a new age old man. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> his cell phone's his newspaper. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. But I mean, that's that's the one thing that binds everybody together. The president shits. The pope shits. Hitler shat. Uh, boys poop, girls poop. If you're LGBT, you poop. If you're straight, you poop. Christian, atheist, everybody shits. Like that's one thing you can all agree that we all do. We all take a shit. And it was one of the most fantastic uh, documentaries I've watched. It's funny as hell. Is it a Netflix um, original? No, no, no. It might be on Netflix soon, but right now it's like a video on demand. Oh, okay. And the funny thing is like they released it back when like Black Panther came out and get out and stuff like that was like really big. They released it right around Weird. right around Black Panther, but they're like it was a limited release because they weren't sure how good it was going to do. And I think they also knew like if we put this out against Black Panther, like we're not going to get a wide release yeah. and make it worth the money they just, put into it. Yeah, just do but like just do the the artsy cities. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, do artsy stuff and then like a week later throw it on demand, mm-hmm. you know, iTunes whatever. So, they did have a great idea of like um different ad campaigns like the movie posters they were going to do one they were talking about they're like yeah we could do one called get it out 
and it's a picture of the guy's face, but like he's in the bathroom, <laughs> you know, like there's like tile floor behind him, or like Brown Panther, oh, or just my like God. all. Yeah, all these funny-ass movies had great shit puns. And they're like, yeah, we really wanted to do it. We just never got around to it. But, oh, man, it was fun. See, uh, Lady Bird, they're like, Lady Bird, they're like, we could do Lady Turd. <laughs> like, see, like right now it's funny because all that, everything you're talking about is the character of uh, Jim Leahy and Trailer Park Boys. He always oh, references all of his rants to shit. The shit winds are coming. <laughs> you're at the end of your right? shit rope. Yeah. And so, like you saying, like all these oh. puns about movies, that's the same shit he would do. Rest in peace. Yeah. Oh, bummer. Poor dude. Yep. So, yeah, watching that um, recently and a story I came across that I, I wanted to go and do it, and it's kind of an easy, easy listening, easy recording episode we can knock out right before I go on vacation. So, um, before we jump into our news, Steve, you want to make a quick announcement for us? Uh, yeah, like, um, talking about the one with Dave, right? Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. okay, sorry. Uh, I was like, <laughs> did I forget some kind of announcement? Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, kind of listener to the show. He's listened to a couple episodes, I think. I don't think he's yeah. an everyday listener, but that's cool. It's kind of messed up. No, I'm stuck. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, so he and he's also called in. He called in with a story about uh, his um, his old former house. Now his mom just sold the property and the house. Yeah. Uh, he thought it was like some spirits up there with his grandma or something. So he called in, left a voicemail about that a while back. Um, and I'm going to talk to him to send a message to the show because he needs to tell the story. They just got back from uh, Las Vegas. You know, you go to Las Vegas, you're thinking of gambling, you're thinking of the city of sin, drinking, escorts mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this. But do you think of paranormal? Yeah. So there's this guy. I don't watch any of these shows. They're avid, avid watchers of these ghost hunting shows and stuff like that. And I guess there's this guy named Zach. Ba- Bagan, Bagan, I don't know. Either one. We go with Baggins because it's like Hobbit. That'd be cool. But uh, <laughs> anyway, he's got this like huge haunted museum, and it's actually his house as well. And, mm. uh, and there's just t- tons of stuff there. Like some of the uh, one of the most famous things they have is a room dedicated to the infamous Dybbuk box. And, oh hell yeah! And uh, it's a vintage wine cabinet inspired. It inspired the movie The Possession, and is said to house a malicious spirit. Um, so he was like telling me like about like when you go in that room, like first off the place is like really, really, really serious. Like you can't, there's no joking, no kids under 16 at all, period. Well, there's no, I need to get a refund for the tickets. I just booked the, the, the tickets. Yeah. Or not the tickets, but like the tour is like, you can't like, you can't make fun of anything. You can't taunt, you can't uh, talk down to the spirits or anything like that. Like they're really serious about this stuff. And at first, when he was telling me the story, like he's, and I'm hopefully he'll he'll call in and tell everybody because he'll do a way better time than me. It's um, it's one of them things. It's like okay, like is this more in your head? Like you want to believe it so much that this stuff's happening? But like, right. um, there was a part when you went into the Dybbuk box room where, excuse me, um, they have it like all set up in this this secure glass case. And it's got like a, a ring of salt around it, and it looks like some of the salt was kind of like moving over time, so they had to keep adding salt to it. Huh. And then uh, in the room, uh, there's like parts of the wall that look like it's been like decaying for some time. Huh. And they they have like constant like uh, not seances, but like someone come in there and cl- cleanse the spirit as much as they can. And they have this uh, doll, not Annabelle, but um, something else. I can't remember. I can't remember what it is. Peggy or Paggy or something. I can't remember. He'll tell it, but anyway, it's just, it's just really creepy. 
his wife says that she swears she got her hair pulled. And Ooh. yeah, like, and there's like, and the ceilings are really tall. So they said there was nothing that could be like from the top or a trap door or some shit. But, yeah, it uh, couldn't have been a staged yeah, like anomaly. It's, it's yeah, like it was pretty freaking intense. Um, they also uh, have like serial killer stuff there. So they have the VW death van, uh, Dr. Kavorkian. Oh, shit. Yeah. Now, the VW death van, that was from Kavorkian? Yeah. Okay, so you van. said VW, and I got excited thinking it was Ted Bundy's little oh. uh, VW bug. No. <laughs> VW death van in which Dr. Jack Kavorkian ended the suffering of terminally ill patients. And then you also get a close-up look of the actual uh, eth- eth- whatever that damn drug is that killed EMF. No, the drug that oh, uh, yeah. killed Michael Jackson and Lil Peep. Oh, um, what's that drug called? Damn it, I can't remember. Anyways, yeah, you get a chair. You get the the chair that he sat in when he get his got his last dose. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's pretty cool. I mean, it's just crazy to see something like that they have he says they have tons and tons and tons of like artifacts stuff that they've got through haunting stuff that he's gotten from um what's a lorraine lorraine warren and all them you know the insidious conjuring people um it gets crazy man like i don't know it sounds huh. pretty cool so hopefully he'll send in a little say something about it i think he should yeah, I just I shot him a message just now calling him out. So, cool. <laughs> yeah, see yeah. if we can get it. Cool. Hell yeah. But yeah, nice. that's pretty awesome, cool, man. Yeah. And the other little thing, uh, since we just recorded a show last Thursday and nothing much right. happened but work, uh, I beat Bioshock Infinite tonight. Been working mm. on that here and there. Can't talk much yeah. about it because Preston. But um, <laughs> it's crazy how much that game ties into stuff on this podcast, like. Oh sure, man. Can't get yeah. into any of it, but that game is phenomenal. It still holds up. The ending, especially, like, ugh, it's crazy. Steve, I'll, oh, yeah. I'll make it a priority on my kid-free weekend uh, to binge that game just for you. Hell yeah, shit, yeah, dude. Don't do it for him. Do it for yourself. Do you think he should play Bioshock Two first or Infinite? Man, uh, I think I'd say I say Infinite. Go, I, really? Because yeah, because one's still fresh in his mind. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, play play Infinite and then go back and then play number two and also the, the short sequel called Minerva's Den um, yeah. we should have as well. That'll be kind of like coming home again. That'll be a fun way to do that. So, yeah, definitely do it. And listeners, too, if you're into video games, um, check out Bioshock, the entire Bioshock series. It's a phenomenal series of games, and it fits in pretty well with the you know paranormal stuff and, and some of the fringe topics we've talked about, too. Mm-hmm. So pretty great stuff. For sure. But enough talk about Preston. Let's let Preston talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, set us up with these news stories, man. You've got some stuff. We'll get in. We'll get into the theme of uh, yeah. excrement and waste. <laughs> All right. So a woman allegedly blew up pea sample in a 7-Eleven microwave. Damn. Damn. You can guess you're in trouble now. A woman in Aurora, Colorado, has been cited for property damage after she allegedly used a 7-Eleven microwave to heat up a white plastic bottle filled with piss on Thursday morning. The (laughs) bottle blew up in the process, and the pee ended up dripping out of the microwave, according to a Denver NBC affiliate. When the bottle exploded, 26-year-old Angelica Sanchez allegedly left the scene of the crime. And as you might expect, the on-duty clerk was pissed. She threatened to call the cops if Sanchez did not come back and clean it up. 
So Sanchez came back and wiped the microwave, but then threw the napkins on the floor before walking out. Yeah. So according to officers uh, that found Sanchez at a nearby clinic where she was due to take a urine test for a potential employer, when they confronted her, she said that she did not understand what the problem was because it wasn't real urine. Sanchez was cited for damaging the $500 microwave and was not allowed to take her drug test that day. <laughs> so I'm just really confused on why you would heat up fake piss or just real piss for that matter. Well, the, right. well, when you do when you do go do a drug test, the the fake urine it doesn't stay warm because it's not inside your body. So right. you have to either buy this little attachment, which most people that they just want to get by with the cheap shit. But it's like not really attachment, but like you know, like a like a Velcro thing by your waist, and then you hold you hold the fake pee in the bag between your gooch or thigh, <laughs> as they call it, and then uh, so then it's it's about the same temperature because if they go to test it, it has to activate the strip on the on the cup, and if it's not warm enough, it won't activate, it, and then I'll know it's fake or held yep. held pee, not from your body. Uh-huh. The more you know, Preston. The more you know. <laughs> I don't know That's why awesome. I got to heat up fake pee. Yeah. No. But the it's fun- a sad day unless you learn something. But the funny thing is, though, is that, yeah, like uh, her, if she was using synthetic pee, who knows what kind of chemicals were in that shit. Because oh, the chemicals of the, because the piss has to register as piss. If you just put water mm-hmm. in there, it's not going to be anything at all. So right. they had to be, so who knows? It probably says like right on the thing, do not heat up a microwave. You do through warmth of human body, you know, like, yeah. And like, tape a balloon to your thigh. The funny thing is like, she will not be able to do her drug test today. So when she goes back to another drug test, they're going to be like, Hey, aren't you that one lady that (laughs) they're going to know? Yeah. (laughs) No kidding. It's crazy. And then my, by the way, folks, we're not um, trying to tell you how to fake a a drug test. Oh yeah. No, (laughs) but that disclaimer, I watch a lot of true, true TV type no, shit like that fine. man I love that you shit you fucking google that shit in 30 seconds to figure it out yeah. so. <laughs> google we are not telling you to google how to fake drug tests either alright Presso hit me again tube sock cool. alright are you ready do it super attendant accused of pooping at school's athletic field dun, that's dun, right dun. one community member said there's been at least eight deposits of evidence Damn, in the last dope. few months a school superintendent in Homdale, New Jersey, is facing some of course crappy, it's New Jersey. criminal tra- <laughs> crappy charges after being accused of public defecation. Thomas <laughs> Tamagrinelli, the superintendent of Kinsworth School District, was arrested Tuesday morning and charged with lewdness, littering, and <laughs> defecating in public, according to the Patch, New Jersey. Homdale school staff and athletic coaches had alerted a school resource officer saying that they were finding human feces at or near, near the track and football field snitches. on a daily basis. Snitches yeah. get stitches. Let's see if it says anything else here. <laughs> oh, although uh, the police officer wouldn't say how long the school athletics field have been fouled, one community member told Patch, New Jersey, there have been at least eight deposits. And the superintendent is on a leave of absence from his $140,000 a year job. Damn. So oh, let me. Man. You're yeah. telling. Where's the toilet paper? Does he yeah. take it with? I don't know if it's just, if it's just poo. There's no toilet paper. What the hell? Is he? I mean, there's no there's no way he had eight solid fucking no wipers going. That's for sure. It's always a wipe. 
He's always doing a mud butt, man. That's the problem. <laughs> There's always a wipe method. There's never an option. <laughs> never an option not to wipe. So gross. Oh, shit. But check this out. So he goes to jail, right? And he's like, what you in here for? Yeah. Jeffrey Kennedy Public. What? I took a shit eight times in the same spot for eight days straight, and they snitched. They fucked them people. (laughs) (laughs) They just want to take a shit in this old field. There's a riot in the prison. They all break out, and all these inmates take shits on the fucking football field. (laughs) Oh, gross. So I saw that news story on Twitter, and I kept skipping over it because what they chose to do was like, um, like, what did it say? Prank poop. Gone awry. Poop pranker discovered to be principal the whole time, and it had like a, a poop emoji, um, like sign somebody had made, like one of those like little uh, fans you would use in a bingo hall. Yeah. And I skipped that that story like for three days in a row, thinking it was just some stupid like emoji thing, like oh he's going around putting emoji signs of poop in the courtyard. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. That's fucking funny. Okay, so you might be asking yourself. What spawned this sudden discussion of fecal matter? And the answer is I found a story um, probably about a month or so ago, and it was titled Facebook Cabbage Juice is the New Snake Oil. Poop Cult has more than 58,000 members. And I thought, what the hell is that? That sounds like something we would all enjoy. (laughs) And... The craziest story unraveled. It's not really that crazy. It's more actually sad. And Preston, no jokes aside, you'll relate to this a little bit. You and I will relate to this a little bit. So just stay tuned and you'll you'll figure out why. (laughs) Okay, so let me start off. Then I'll give a disclaimer. A gentleman by the name of Bruce Wilmot decided he would choose to a new diet called the Jelly Juice Diet. This happened last summer. Um, he had learned that his pancreatic cancer had returned, and this time it was bad. The guy had been through a, a shit ton, a bad pun, shit ton of chemo before, and the last thing he wanted to do was more chemo treatment because of just how badly it ravaged his body. And his daughter says, my dad was really desperate and he was very sad. He didn't want to die. So the guy was 55 years old, living alone in Columbus, Georgia, and he stumbled across a Facebook group of Jillian Mai Tai Epperly, a woman from Canton, Ohio, whose tens of thousands of followers swore by this new bizarre and, you know, actually dangerous, completely made up bullshit scientific theory diet And she believes, the woman of this diet believes, all disease, including cancer, are caused by a fungus called candida that lives in our stomachs. And so he finds out that basically she is claiming, via a book, Lies, Candida, Weaponized Fungus, Mainstreaming Mutiny, Candida attracts parasites in your guts and causes all of these diseases and illnesses, cancer, homosexuality, the common cold, all sorts, yeah, all sorts of cockamamie craziness. Basically, the candida-attracted parasites cause you to get cancer, and it it basically changes your sexuality. All bullshit. All, All total bullshit. She says the only way to get rid of the parasite, to rid yourself of cancer... And to become straight again 
among other things, is to purge your digestive system through a diet of her signature <laughs> signature fermented cabbage juice. Oh. The potion in its nature is purgative or purgative, meaning it's going to cause you to shit your ever-loving brains out. It includes healing symptoms such as nausea, headaches, dizziness, and are you sitting down for this? I hope you are. Explosive blasts <laughs> of diarrhea. Is it listed as also, that? This, this lady would have been really popular back in the 1920s because the cure for everything in the 1920s, enemas. Yeah, enemas. That's probably yeah. where she got the idea from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the explosive diarrhea blasts are known as waterfalls <laughs> that supposedly bring out the parasites. Don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> right. Stick to the thick shits uh. that you use. <laughs> <laughs> the waterfalls oh. supposedly bring out the parasites, which will then be visible in your toilet bowl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's called corn, lady. Get the fuck out of here. It's called corn. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, Wilmot. Our main focus here. Um, as soon as he was diagnosed, things went downhill very fast with his diagnosis. The doctor gave him a few weeks, maybe a few months at best, according to his personal friend and also his rabbi. But in a matter of just days, he found it hard to get around and hospice had been called to set up a bed in his duplex. He wrote his daughter, or actually, I'm sorry, on a Facebook post, he wrote, I've been juicing like crazy. Cancer bad, juice good. This was done on June 13th of last year. I'm brewing up some of Jillian Mai Tai's protocol. She calls this drink, uh, this diet, her protocol. I've been brewing up some of Jillian Mai Tai's protocol and plan on switching completely over to her diet, ferment, etc. as soon as it's ready. And people comment on there, hey, good job, way to go, you're going to do this, you're going to beat this, praying for you. All that's fine, guys. Say your loving words of encouragement. We're not making fun of you. Epperly the woman who's in charge of this poop cult, actually tagged him. He tagged her and she replied back, you're amazing. If you need a short chat later, let me know. You will pull through. He replied back, I might take you up on that. A few days later, friends visited his condo and they helped him make a ginormous batch of this, uh, this cabbage juice. And we're talking probably upwards of two dozen or more jars of this stuff. And the recipe is found on her Facebook group, Another disclaimer, we're not telling you guys to make this. Please don't make this. Um, you add a tablespoon of pink Himalayan <laughs> You add a tablespoon of pink Himalayan salt to two cups of water and two cups of cabbage or kale. Puree the mixture in a blender, pour into glass jars, cover, and leave at room temperature to ferment for three days. Drink a, drink a few cups nightly, up to a gallon a day. And he posts this picture of this purple, you know, like grape drink looking stuff in these mason jars, uh, just lining his countertops. Wilmot messaged his daughter later and showed her a photo of over a dozen of the jars. Look at my cancer cure, he wrote. That stuff should work. Hope you're doing good today. He even bought a second fridge to store the drink in. And later in a video he posted, he holds up a jar of the purple drink, took a big gulp, and then addressed Epperly. Jillian, I promise you I'd be drinking a cup. So, first one down. <sighs> so his friend and rabbi, Rabbi Wilson, uh, Rabbi Hawkins, sorry, um, 
he was his guide for the last couple months, and he remembered hearing about the cabbage juice. And quote, if somebody had bottled up rat poisoning and told him, it will heal you, he would have drank it. Anybody Hawkins would. told, yeah, Hawkins said, this is how desperate a man he was. And in no offense to uh, to Wilmot, if you're that desperate and you're you know you're that sick, you're gonna do things that you think are sane, and you just want to try anything. Yeah, you know. And again, we're not faulting the story is not faulting Wilmot um, for what he did. You can't blame you can't blame him at all. Um, when his daughter came back to visit a few weeks later, she was completely shocked. He looked totally emaciated. He was drinking so much of it he was basically starving himself, and all that was coming out was just mountain mountains waterfalls of diarrhea. In mid-July, Wilmot's friend found him unconscious on the floor of his apartment, and he was moved to a hospice facility on July 20th last year, a month after he was diagnosed and began the juice purge. Unfortunately, he died. So another friendly disclaimer, we are not going to be making fun of this gentleman. What happened is is brutally sad and unfortunate. Um, So just let that be a note. We're not making fun of this man. And, you know, rest in peace. We're really sorry um, to his family, friends, and everybody else. So So would it have been that quick if he wasn't diagnosed with cancer and did that? Like if a normal person just did that, would they have the – would they probably die in a month? I don't think so. We'll get into that a little bit more here as well. Um, This is the main case I found um, kind of looking at it myself of, you know, basically like the the biggest – or maybe the only death so far related to this diet um, was. And it's kind of sketchy because it's around the time the dude's diagnosis of him having having the cancer. But if you don't take care of your body, the mm-hmm. cancer will just just blow up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it'll just keep going and going and going and going. Yeah, and cancer's a fickle bitch. Yeah, it's never you know, the people same have twice. Had- Never. People have had cancer and been told you have weeks left to live and then mysteriously cancer has disappeared. You've had people who have gotten cancer and been told you're fine and then things go downhill wicked quick. So, I mean, you know, basically what we're saying here is fuck cancer. Word. Um, so rest in peace, Bruce Wilmot. That's it's really unfortunate how this this ended for him. But um, the story um, is not over, though. So Facebook begins to go under scrutiny for its outsized role in spreading political misinformation. It's also a platform where pseudoscience and snake oil remedies and medical falsehoods can multiply and go on unchecked. Mm -hmm. So you can say whatever you want on Facebook and get a mass cult following um, without really any fucking effort. And basically, if these things go left unattended, they can carry out completely destructive physical harm on people, mental uh, harm, and basically just make people 10 times worse who otherwise were just fine. There are countless fake science gurus with large Facebook followings. Epperly is particularly striking, according to this guy here, who is a professor of health law and policy at University of Alberta. She's not a celebrity. She's just a chick who got on there and started spreading this thing about what happened. So she basically says that this cabbage concoction can reverse illness, arrest aging, and eventually even turn gay people straight. (laughs) Yeah. So she's got no background in medical science. She has basically no idea what the fuck she's talking about. And Preston, why I brought you into this was I was saying, you know, basically you and I, uh, we drank kombucha. You made kombucha coffee. And yes, that's what it reminded so. me. You guys leaving that shit mm-hmm. out for days in the closet. Well, under, I mean, that's under, how you underneath some dirty things. underwear or some shit. 
And there are reports of people and actually a lot of people that are diagnosed with cancer, like a home remedy or supplement to Mm -hmm. a lot of their treatments. They'll actually drink kombucha and uh, there have been some positive reports over the years of that. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of different, uh, you know, uh, one of my associates that I work with, her daughter has a stomach condition and uh, the only thing that could help with her stomach condition was brewing and drinking kombucha. Right. So depending on what it is, I mean... There are some, you know, other national home remedies that have some yeah. backing up to it. Um, I don't know here in Kansas uh, during the fall if you guys have noticed like hedge apples uh, or crab apples that fall o- mm-hmm. all over the place. Um, those are said um, that's like another home remedy. People who are suffering uh, from the ailments of cancer can help uh, re- uh, alleviate some of those by, uh, you know, making some concoction with crab apples or hedge yeah. apples. Yeah, all the uh, natural and home remedies, like everything, everything's so vast and different. Like some people, yeah. you know, some people that have cancer or any kind of nausea problems, like they can eat something and the other person can't. And then one person it works for, one other person don't. Same yeah. go with, med- yeah. you know, and medicines, mo- pharmaceuticals or, you know, other yeah. ways. Oh, yeah, dude. And most of those home remedies, you know, don't make you shit yourself, you know, like waterfalls. So oh, yeah. there's right. that. I, I would swear that kombucha was a hangover cure, man. We could go drink a couple yeah. too many beers, and then I'd wake up feeling pretty shitty and then drink some kombucha, and I'm right as rain like an hour later. That's my personal experience. And kombucha is not a dietary supplement either. You don't, you don't repla- – or a replacement rather. You just drink it as you want to drink it. You don't replace an entire meal by it. But Right. So <sighs> this chick, she has a Facebook page. They call it Jilly Juicing. And she's like, yeah, make this stuff and I will make all of your cares go away. You'll be right as rain. We're going to, we're going (laughs) to, we're going to cure cancer. We're going to turn gays straight. We're going to regrow severed limbs and lost limbs. The woman is out of her ever loving mind. Surely people are getting on there constantly and telling her what an idiot she is, right? Dude, it's crazy. I'll, I'll put both these articles in there. Um, one is from BuzzFeed, so I know take it with a grain of salt, but don't put that grain of salt into a jar and ferment it and drink mm-hmm. it because you'll probably die. But I'll, I'll put that in there and also I think it's like a Time magazine. or No, it's a Newsweek article too. But she says, we're using a different context in my world and the manifestations from the salt and the assessing of the nutrients is going to give you a different context to what symptoms are. Essentially, what it is is we're trying to turn an atheist into a Christian. Yeah, what the fuck, lady? You're on. You're in fucking outer space. Anyway, yeah. a dozens dozens of people have told BuzzFeed and other outlets that they've tried to turn her into Facebook. They've tried to have Facebook take down her page. They've turned her into the FDA because basically, yeah, if a, you're gonna, it's t- a cult. Like it's, it should be yeah. illegal what she's doing. If you're gonna take off Tide Pod challenge videos, why the fuck are you letting somebody on there who has fermented cabbage juice? Uh, videos and basically here's what's crazy they actually have groups they have pages they have communities and it's people drinking this shit shitting their guts out and then putting videos and pictures online of their bowel movements what the and fuck? then other people are going on there spreading the uh the insanity the mass hysteria and they're like oh, look at that i see a worm I see a worm. I see a parasite. Ooh, what's that? What's that crawling? And people are like just fucking taking Rorschach tests. (laughs) That's their shit. Rorschach tests. Rorschach. And this is like, where, where, how do you do it? How does it go on and on and on? And I'm skipping a lot of stuff here, 
But motivated by Wilmot's death, a dozen private satellite Facebook groups, the biggest having over 10,000 members, they show up and they start trying to take her down. And they contact the Ohio Attorney General. They contact Facebook. And they're like, you guys have to fucking stop this. Fake science can't be on these fucking things. Like, you can't have this be an outlet. Yeah. So she publishes a book on Google Drive. Um, She went to college a little bit. And then she decides that, you know, after this pharmaceutical industry scam that she's uncovered, you know, anti-vaxxers, blah, blah, blah. Big Pharma is in cahoots with doctors to keep Americans sick. Um, She realizes that vaccines are just one way to spread fucking disease, blah, 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 blah. And now, granted, she did suffer from a premenstrual disophoric disorder and severe a severe form of premenstrual syndrome and because it kept her away from work she had a hard time holding out a job her husband's a cross-country driver and she starts getting on to wouldn't you know it alex jones and some of these other people and she was exposed to the anti-vax community um she's looking she's trying detox pills powders supplements and everything else to cure her own illness yeah she's yeah that's on there too she was exposed to chemtrail uh conspiracies everything else and she's trying to cure her own disease similar to the uh previously mentioned gentleman you know what they're doing they're putting stuff in the water and turning the frogs gay right And what's crazy, too, is like the woman started this cult, this following, without actually doing the science and researching what the fuck she knew. Basically, she started this thing and didn't know a damn thing about it because she's like, I wasn't aware of parasites in the beginning. The group actually was the first research tool, a database tool to share what they were passing. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's coming out of you in waterfalls. (sighs) And she's like basically many foods, sugars, legumes, grains, all these things, any meat except for chicken feeds the parasite in your gut. And that's why you never get better. So passing poop became the, the basically the pillar of her uh, her dictum, her, her protocol here. <laughs> her dictum. And so she goes on and on and on and on. And she says, is our society ready to accept that gay, lesbian and transgender transgender is a mutation of the body? And she turns around and says, I've had gay people tell me their intention is to reverse their health issues, but not change their sexual leanings. And that's completely fine. But they may find that in progress of reversing their health issues, it may change their sexual desire too. (laughs) Fuck you, lady. Good God. She's garbage. So anyway, fast forwarding here, guys, because it's a lot of blah, 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 blah. People turn her in. The FDA gets involved. And some fucking how... She is still going. She hasn't been shut down. She hadn't been turned off. She did eventually close down her Facebook page because of all the scrutiny. Because people fucking would call her. They'd prank call her. One lady went as far as to everything but calling the police to try to get her, you know, turned in and stopped. Mm -hmm. Somebody sent her a pizza to her house and didn't pay for it. (laughs) But some hackers got into her husband's Facebook account. This is fucked up but funny. And changed it instead of a Facebook account to a memorial account for somebody who had passed away. And so everybody's like, what happened to your husband? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, what the fuck? Seriously, people. (laughs) Damn. But finally, word got out, uh, unfortunately, about Bruce Wilmot passing away. One of the biggest people who were opposing her, you know, stepped up her game. And then as of when this was written back in March, she was still going strong. Um, you had people going back and forth spying on each other. People would join Jilly Juice from the anti-Jilly Juice uh, Facebook page and vice versa. 
And it just went back and forth and back and forth. And essentially, her cult following is still going strong. Like, you can actually go to her website, Jilly, I think it's fucking jillyjuice.com or something like that. <laughs> Jillyjuice.com. Now, I will note, you go to her website, it is about four hours long of warnings. You are here on your own free will. Nobody is sending you over here. Nobody's telling you you have to go over here, blah, blah, blah. So she does a decent, now a decent job of warning people, you know. But um, in mid-February of this year, she shut down her Facebook page. She moved over permanently to her actual website. And um, she was still going strong until right before we recorded this podcast. And I just went ahead and put Jilly Juice in the news search. On Thursday, May 3rd, a woman who claims cabbage juice cures autism and can regrow limbs to be probed by officials. Wow. The Ohio Attorney General's office has demanded Jillian Epperly prove that her cabbage juice concoctions have curative properties. And this is kind of following up on the BuzzFeed report, which blew the story out of the water. Um, it turns around here and says the same cockamamie bullshit. She's claiming powers of Jilly Juice stretch into changing biochemistry of gay, lesbian, transgendered. She argued on Facebook stating that a person's sexuality or gender identity is caused by a mutation of the human body. My cure can even cause limbs or organs to regrow. Symptoms include dizziness, headaches, nausea, explosive diarrhea, all signs you are ridding your body of parasites. But basically, yeah, they're coming forward saying this lady has no scientific background. She's charging people a monthly fee now, which is not illegal, but she's also telling people where to do their shopping. And if you're telling somebody specific sites to do shopping and you're making money off of kickbacks from this and this is not an actual FDA-approved cure, that's illegal. Yeah. Yeah. So the FTC position upheld by the courts is that such claims require competent and reliable scientific evidence consisting in randomized, well-controlled human clinical testing. I will link both articles, guys. You'll need to read more on this if you want to. I hit the high notes. But yeah, this crazy woman unfortunately caused a man to potentially fast-forward um, his illness, his, his disease, his cancer, and uh, could have actually caused him to die prematurely or could have killed him because who knows, he could have actually you know, had another round, a change of heart had he not been bitten by the snake oil. And yeah. lasted a little longer, so right. That's fucking terrible, man. Now there, as far as like actual hardcore science goes, mm -hmm. uh, there there was a group of researchers maybe like two years ago, three years ago, that uh, did you know like peer reviewed research on your gut bacteria mm -hmm. and the different strands that live in your gut, and what they found was that. Uh, Chemically, the gut bacteria can alter your moods. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, let's say like, so like Steve starts coming over to my house, like, I don't know, like every day. And he'll shit and, there, Preston. Don't you get it twisted. He will shit at your house. Yeah. And, you know, we he starts eating like food with me. Mm -hmm. The bacteria that's in my gut can actually um, get transferred to him just by like me breathing on him and things like that. And that uh, bacteria that's cultivated in me, if let's say for whatever reason it thrives off of bagels or thrives off of like dark German chocolate, 
it can cause Steve to start craving those things and eating more of those things because wow. it, that bacteria now wants to live and thrive in, in Steve's stomach. Mm -hmm. So that's actually science research right there that they proved that in some cases bacteria can control our moods. But to say that it causes you to be homosexual or, you know, can cause you to get cancer and things like that, that's, you know. That's no different than Amanda Noel's pussy power. <laughs> God, yeah. More snake oil. Um, guys, I'm going to finish the story off with a story about the time I shit myself in kindergarten. Because <laughs> everybody loves the story. So there's two things in this story. Number one, I am talking about the first time I crapped my pants. So I was in kindergarten. So this would have been probably 1990, 1991. I'm on the playground. I'm running, having a good time, riding the seahorses, blah, 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 or sawhorses or whatever they're called. Maybe they're seahorses. And all of a sudden, I get the bubble guts. And I'm like, oh, no, I have to go poop. So, like, I tell the teacher, I got to go poop. So I run inside, and I go in the bathroom, shut the door, and I drop trout just to realize, like, I have crapped my pants to the degree it looks like you spilled a can of, like, beanless, meatless chili. <laughs> In my in my underwear, nice. And that is that's one reason why I can never actually you know eat a chili dog from like places that don't put beans because <laughs> it looks like the chili sauce you get for hot dogs. Anyway, that's gross. So amidst my panic, I cleaned up, threw my dirty underwear in the trash can, and I opened up the kindergarten bathroom door, which is in the classroom. And I'm like, I can't go outside. I just put my pants. I can't go outside. I stink. So I ran through the kindergarten classroom. I ran down the hallway past three or four classrooms. I turned a corner past two more classrooms, busted out the front door of the grade school, and ran home two and a half blocks. In your pants? Ran inside. What? In your pants? Yeah, I had pants yeah. on. No undies. I was going commando. Ran inside my house, opened the front door, slammed the front door, ran to the bathroom, jumped on the toilet, and just began crying my eyes out. And didn't even say, Mom, I'm home. Mom, I'm home. I crapped my pants. So, like, all she hears in the other room, like she's on the phone or something with a friend, all she hears is the uncontrollable sobbing of a child coming from somewhere in the house. She probably thought it was haunted. And <laughs> she comes, like, she comes running through the hallway up to the bathroom, and she's like, Honey, what are you doing? Oh, my God. Why are you home? And I'm just like sobbing uncontrollably. Poop <laughs> my pants. Awesome. She's like, she's like, what happened? And I'm like, I, I put my pants in recess. Mom, I got scared. So like I got home. So she like she cleaned me up, got me some clean clothes, everything else. She walked me back to school. And the teacher's like frantic, like, oh, my God, I didn't know what happened. Like, he had to go to the bathroom. He went inside and then he disappeared. And the whole time, a kindergartner, I'm thinking like, wait, how was this okay? How did no grown-up see me run screaming down the hallway, smelling like a fucking turd? How did I leave the school and run home? It was the 90s. I, yeah, that's it, man. That's the second part of the story. That is a testament to how laxed the actual supervision was in grade schools in the 90s, man. <laughs> Fucking kindergartner ran shit ass all the way home. Shit ass. And nobody <laughs> fucking stopped him. Oh, good stuff, man. Real quick, guys. We're going to say bye to Steve. Something came up and he's going to jump off here, man. So we'll catch you next time all around, right. buddy. going to go take a shit. No, I'm just joking. Okay. <laughs> God. All right. Take it easy, guys. All right, later, later listeners. Thanks for listening.
if we're going to sh- share a shit stories, I do have one. It doesn't involve me. But uh, so since my brother never <laughs> listens to this podcast, so I could actually safely share this story because, you know, he, he's not going to know. Um, but, uh, so my, my brother, uh, really, and I both like Rubens, like the Ruben <laughs> is like one of our favorite sandwiches, right? I almost choked on my <laughs> coconut LaCroix cause I know what story this is. <laughs> so he, and we, we, we like to uh, go down to the artichoke, which is a local sandwich shop here in Wichita, one of the best fucking Rubens that you can get. Mm-hmm. So if you live in the Wichita area, do yourself a favor, go down to the artichoke Get yourself a Reuben, get it with a Guinness because there's no better way to eat your uh, Reuben but then have a nice, you know, room temperature Guinness afterwards. And so my brother, you know, we had a couple Guinnesses, he ate a couple Reubens, and uh, so <laughs> my, uh, my, you know, my brother, he, he likes to sleep full commando because I, I don't know, it helps uh, with, with something. He, I don't know, he made some. Some bullshit, you know, right. Alex Jones scientific excuse of why he should sleep, you know, full commando. <laughs> and uh, he was sitting there in the middle of the night and kind of like you, he had a grumble in his tummy and it woke him up. Yeah. And he's just like, man, I'm just going to let one out. Well, the, his cat, poor thing, Matilda, uh, was sleeping behind him. And when he let one rip, well, the rest of that room <laughs> came out. And yes, folks, my brother shit on his cat. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> oh, that's one of my favorite stories I've ever heard about anything <laughs> is a time your brother shit on his cat. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were hanging out one night, probably drinking some kind of stout of sorts, and we got on the topic of like pooping and farting. And then your brother, like in front of my wife and probably Aaron <laughs> and Patty and everybody else, was like, I ever tell you the story about the time I shit on my cat? <laughs> <laughs> and we're all like, huh? huh? Like you just <laughs> you grab her and hold her down in, in an act of defiance. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. It's totally like, totally not like that. Like, and he told us a story, and we're all just yeah. fucking speechless. <laughs> like everything lined up so perfectly for that to happen. Like everything, <laughs> like the stars aligned. Venus was in retrograde, and Mercury was doing some shit, and. Your brother just shit on a cat. <laughs> Poor thing. Oh, I know. That's one of the most amazing amazing things I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh, man. So I'm glad I could share it. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, he won't know. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Mm. Well, there you go, guys. A little uh, Lee's. <laughs> I can't talk tonight. It's, I'm in full vacation mode, dude. Mm. A little easy listening for your uh, Wednesday. I'm probably somewhere in the Caribbean right now. Just. Um, who knows? Hopefully not having food poisoning and crapping my brains out. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I, we hope you enjoyed that. Um, Preston, you got anything else? Do you want to uh, add? Ooh, yeah. In, in lieu of uh, Mother's Day coming up, I, I did come across an article that put together some uh, weird gifts that mom really wants. So, you know, if uh, you're one of those typical sons that uh, gives your mom uh, flowers or, you know, perfume or buys her brunch, you might want to think outside of the box for dear old mom, and I'm going to give you a list of things that you can buy that just might tickle her fancy on Mother's Day. <laughs> so the the first thing that pops up on this article that is a weird gift for mom is bread slippers. Yes, <laughs> there is a company out there that makes loafers that look 
and they're shaped like loaves of bread. So she'll feel extra toasty when she's walking around the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, maybe if uh, mom's not into bread loafers, uh, you can buy mom a cigarette butt fridge magnet. <laughs> That's right. Smoking is a terrible habit, but... Uh, most fridge art is also horrible. That's why it's perfect. Well, that's why the perfect way to put them on the fridge is a magnet designed to look like a stubbed out cigarette, <laughs> and your mom will agree. <laughs> if your mom's a Star Wars fan, there's even a company out there that makes an R2 D2 French press. That way, she can make her coffee in style. <clears throat> now, the rest of the things on this article are things like uh, you know the wine glasses that say you know, like good day bad day don't ask and you know mom can you know fill up the wine as much as you know um is needed uh there is a uh what is this a violin wine case so it's like a little <laughs> violin case but when you open it up there's like two bottles of wine and two glasses so you know mom can drink in style uh there is a toilet paper holder that's in the shape of a giraffe because who the hell wouldn't want that um, there's a bottomless mimosa glass that you can buy dear old mom. Um, if mom is into Bob Ross, you can buy her Bob Ross sticky notes. That uh, way that, uh, you know, she can, uh, take the joy of painting and have little quotes with her no matter where she goes. Uh, one of the cool things that I like, I wish, I mean, this is not for mom. Fuck. I'd have this in my kitchen. There is a blood splash cutting board. It is in the shape of a pile of blood so that you can cut your food in style. Um, that <laughs> looks pretty cool. Nice. Uh, if mom is into green vaping, uh, fuck, it says buy mom a vape pen or even better, buy her a pink colored bong because what mom wouldn't love that? <laughs> Mine. But the number one gift, <laughs> the number one gift, and I, I mean, I'm almost tempted to buy this, is a vagina plush toy. That's right. A vagina is nothing to toy around with unless it's an actual toy. Your mom will fall in love with this plush toy version of the organ she used to give birth to you. See? <laughs> the circle of life is complete. <laughs> oh, Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen those plush uh, parasites before? No. Oh, they're adorable, man. We'll link those onto the uh, the show notes, too, for this next episode. Yeah, you can get, like, Little cutesy plush, uh, E. coli, salmonella, lice. Um, I think there's HIV, like all these diseases and all these like, you know, microscopic uh, parasites. You can get these cutesy little micro uh, plush dolls and they're like, you know, one billion times larger or whatever. <laughs> they're really, you know, really I, cute, man. I just had an epiphany. Is maybe we should buy some of those and send it to that uh, Ginny Juice lady. <laughs> Jilly Juice? Yeah, we could, yeah. man. Mm. Oh, we could, dude. Yeah, people drinking fermented drinks and eating fermented food is not a bad thing. Like we do it all the time. Yogurt, uh, it would be on there as far as like yeah. that. That um, you've got kimchi, kimchi. which is delicious. Yeah. Sauerkraut on the aforementioned Reuben <laughs> that Jason <laughs> ate. It comes full circle, people. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, kombucha. There's a local place here in Wichita. This is not the best episode to mention them on because of how, you know, crappy uh, uh, it was. But In Spirit Kombucha locally has some amazing kombucha. They have yeah. a raspberry ginger that will make your toes curl. 
Um, but yeah, it, it it is not bad. Kombucha fermentation is not a bad thing. Just don't spend the rest of your life eating and drinking only one of those things. You still have to get by. Look up stuff, research stuff, have an idea of what you're getting yourself into if you ever change a diet. But just have common sense. It's it's unfortunate. It is heartbreaking what happened to the gentleman that passed away, man. But for that reason by itself, the woman should have at least been shut down if not yeah. criminal charges brought on her. She didn't hold the gun to his head. She didn't force him to drink it. But by God, she cheered him the entire way. And I'm not saying she didn't have remorse, but come on. Like if you put two and two together – why was she not shut down the minute that happened? Yeah. It's it's just so shitty, man. And then what she I didn't I didn't say this part. I forgot. Um she claimed and I, I hope you guys are not driving when you when you listen to this. She claimed that the reason he perished was that he didn't follow the specific instructions on her cleanse. Or because he was still taking uh, taking because he was still taking his cancer medication, it interfered with the diet. And had he stopped taking the cancer medication too, he would not have passed away. Or that combination of things and the fact that he still drank pineapple juice periodically through the cleansing through the diet—that's why he died. Not because of her fucking witch doctor brew that she put together. Nothing against witch doctors, just crazy psychopaths like this. Yeah. That's why he died. Not because he was misled and drank nothing but fermented cabbage water, but because he also took medicine given to him by a doctor who had a license to practice medicine, not like this nut job. That's what happened. So, yeah, she can just fuck right off and burn in hell or whatever you guys want to believe uh, she goes to. (laughs) Harsh words to finish off the episode. Uh, uh, Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) I guess the episode comes out after Mother's Day, huh? No, it doesn't. No, 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 no. Never mind. I got my, uh, my episodes back backwards. So yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot. We're releasing this before Mother's Day and then the, Yes. Yeah, the one other one after month. Yeah, you're right. I got I to gotta edit that out and, and, yeah, do a little edit yeah. on that show. But, yeah, guys, hey, thank you so much for bearing with us on this episode and, and uh, putting up with us. And hopefully it brought a smile to your face. Um, something in the episode brightened your day before we just, you know, completely buzz killed you. But um, yeah. I'll attach. And if you – and if you ever shit on a cat, a dog, <laughs> you know, or your partner, you know, go ahead. Email us in. We'll make up a fake name, share the story. Oh, God. Uh, with that, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, wait, hold on. What's the one? Uh, ooh, that one you don't ever listen to, Sports Cars Unleashed. You should listen <laughs> yes. to it. So should you, listeners. Yeah, check it out. I heard it's great. Um, check out Sports Car Unleashed. Check out Mark's podcast by himself, Pixelated Sausage. Uh, give him a listen. Pop culture, anime, books, all sorts of cool stuff that he's into, art. Check him out. Uh, he's our silent 
partner on this ep- uh, on this podcast. Check out Oh Indeed Stevens podcast. They do uh, periodically. Oh H H H H Indeed. Check them out. We are going to be at Wichicon this year during Riverfest doing a live podcast uh, on stage. So that'll be a lot of fun. Check out Wichicon, guys. Go to Riverfest. Listen to music you never heard before while you're there on Sunday. I'm sorry, Saturday and Sunday. Pop into Century 2. Check out Wichicon. Um, this is going to be a really great little convention we have here in Wichita. Pop culture, horror, comic books, toys, all sorts of awesome stuff that you uh, didn't know you wanted to go look at. And if you did know, tell your friends and go too. It'd be awesome. Yeah. And if you have a beard, know a beard, want a beard, or grow a beard, check out BigDomsBeardBomb.com. And anything you buy, use promo code P-X-L-P-A-R-A to get 20% off your order. I need to get that uh, sweet tobacco. I haven't ordered that yet. Yeah, you do, man. Whilst we're on our cruise, I'll be rocking the... How did I forget it? The Bay Rum. Thank you. <laughs> I got I got thrown off there. I looked at the tin of mine that said sweet tobacco, and I'm like, shit, I forgot the other name. I'll be rocking some Bay Rum. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, check him out, bigdomsbeardbomb.com. P-X-L-P-A-R-A is our promo code. So, And, guys, in the pipeline, we are going to have – we have a Twitter up now. We have an Instagram up now. Those will be active and moving forward. Probably ex-episode ex- – Episode number 60, we'll be rocking those puppies and getting that going for you. You can use those kind of as a a companion to our episodes, pictures and links and whatnot on there too. So it'll be good stuff for you. On both of those, our handle will be at PXL Paranormal. Check us out. Give us a follow. And with that, guys, thank you so much. We shall catch you next time around with what should have been episode number 58. Spoiler alert, we talk a lot about news. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good times. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, guys, thank you so much, and we will catch you later on. Laters. The cast at Pixelated Paranormal would like to thank you for listening to this week's episode. Pixelated Paranormal is here to tell you tales of the fantastical, the strange, the unknown. Tales that will move you a little further down the paranormal highway. If you'd like to share your own listener story, we would love to hear it. You have two ways. One, email us at pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. Again, that's pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, we have that set up too. Dial us at 707-523-4263. Again, that's 707-523-4263. We'd really love to hear from you. Again, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange. So, here's another little quick, you know, poop story for... A turd tale for you listeners. A turd tale. Uh, in my earlier paranormal investigation years, uh, I, uh, you know, would always go with my brother, and uh, depending on what, what what time of day it was, uh, sometimes I took my my dad 
And uh, he, over the last couple of years, you know, as he's aging, his health has, you know, taken a, a turn. And uh, he's been on several different medications for, uh, you know, his diabetes and his heart and, uh, you know, everything else. And uh, they had just switched his medication and uh, we were pounding around town. So, you know, on my days off, I'd like to spend some time with him. And uh, I was like, you know, Dad, I really want to take you to the, <clears throat> the cemetery. And, uh, you know, I really want to show you what I do with all this paranormal stuff. And he was like, yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, so we were in the back of this, uh, this cemetery and I was, I was doing my EVP sessions and, uh, there was a Creek that had run along, uh, the back of the cemetery. And, uh, <laughs> you see this look on my father's face, like, Oh, Oh shit. <laughs> and, uh, I, I hear this like, you know, crunch, crunch on the leaves and uh, I turn around and there is my father squatting over the creek, just massively letting out this diarrhea. Oh, and, no. And then he uh, got done, and he pulled his pants back. He said, oh, I feel so bad about that. But he's like, oh, man, I, was just, I, I just had to shit so bad. This mess is really tearing me up. And uh, oh, no. so, yeah, that's the, the story of the time <sighs> my dad took a shit in the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> You just had like hours of EBPs. Of, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that guy? Oh, oh shit! Oh no! Yeah. So <laughs> EBPs of someone saying, "Get him out of here!" <laughs> oh. oh, nice. That's a good one, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for sharing that one. Yeah. 